play the music. What's up, everybody? Uh, welcome back to Speaking as a Free Action Podcast. I'm joined today with CJ, the Noodle Man, and Tyler, the Tarkov Man. And today, we are going to talk about uh, low blood sugars and how Seth gave me a disease in Starfinder, and then everyone laughed that I play a fantasy game to escape reality, and then he gives me an incurable disease. I forgot he did that. Yeah, I did too. I thought about it the other day, and I was like, "That's that was really funny. CJ's gonna go make noodles. Yeah, I'm about to go grab them right now, actually. That's why I'm the noodle man. <laughs> yeah. And because he sends nudes. Just DM him. Don't be afraid. Oh, I mean... Don't talk with your mouth. This... Come on. I mean... Do not. Treat. Do not. Do not <laughs> do this on the pod. <laughs> I gotta finish absolutely this. absolutely unacceptable. Yeah, you know they eat and talk. Why not? I'll just fill the void with Tarkov talk. Okay. Uh, all right. New Tarkov wipe came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, was, I gotta imagine zero of our listeners play Tarkov. I've like uh, maybe one, one person. All right. Well, this guy's really excited right now. New Tarkov wipe came out. Uh, they had a lot of stuff. Uh, you run different now. With the different size guns you have. There's a new section to a map. Lighthouse. New little section came out. That will... uh, It's open right now. But it'll be locked later. And you'll need like a key to get into that area. So I better explore it now. Is that going to be the shop thing? Uh, I'm honestly not sure how that's going to work. They added... uh, Yeah, I'm I'm really not sure how that's going to work. They added... uh, Three rogue scav bosses. I feel like I'm telling my girlfriend this. Like I'm just I'm talking to people who don't care. No, I play. I played with you. Yeah, but you don't care. I just want to shoot people and fight. Yeah. That's good. Tarkov's I had a good. Lot of, I had a lot of fun when we played earlier, and I uh, I shot those two scavs. My I'm shotgun. Glad you, I'm glad you enjoyed that. I did. Good. Um, Everybody should try it. It's very good. It's a hardcore shooter game, if you don't know what it is. Things a bit rough. The game? It is definitely yeah. rough. Yeah, it's pretty rough. That's why I don't partake, is because it's a bit a bit rough. It do be, but it's fun. Um, There's another shooter coming out that we should all be excited for, and I mentioned it yesterday, and you guys thankfully hadn't seen it yet. Uh, it's called Dark Tide. It is a Warhammer 40k, like, Vermintide game. Oh. But with, instead in the 40k universe. I don't think we're fighting zombies, but it looks like it could be zombies. There's four uh, playable characters so far. Uh, there's, like, a psychonic, um, or a psychic, I guess. She can, like, blow people's brains up and stuff. Uh, a lot of guns. Um... There's some, like, giant dude as well. I don't really know what he does. I don't know if he's a space marine. Uh, He doesn't have armor on. Uh, The trailer is sick. I've seen the trailer, like, four or five times now. And every time I see it, I'm, like, more and more excited. I think it's going to be really fun. If it's anything like Vermintide, we'll have a great time. 
Did Vermintide have more characters than just the four? Let's see. Uh, it had the bow lady, the mage lady, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the dwarf guy. Oh, I played him. He was so much fun. That's who I play as well. The uh... oh, there's like the conquistador fellow. Yeah, that's who I was thinking of. Maybe that. Yeah, I forgot. Maybe was it? I felt like there was like one more. New enemy faction. New weapons, shields, and spear. So there were five. There was Victor, Marcus, Carillion, Barden, and Cena. I don't remember. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm thinking of something else. I don't know any of those names. Is the uh, <clears throat> Warhammer 40k going to have guns and stuff? Or is it going to oh, be yeah. melee? No. Yeah. It's going to be lots of guns. Oh, hell yeah. No. I think every character will get its own, like primary gun and then they'll have like a unique ability <clears throat> i can't remember what game it made me like watching the trailer i'll show you guys the trailer after this watching the trailer reminded me of another game not just vermintide but uh almost like left for dead the way like it had like a heavy horde system and then they're uh you know obviously the guns but uh yeah that's all we're gonna talk about this week it's just that all right, get up. I don't right. know about it. Yeah, I know. There, well, there's. I don't think there's been anything released with it yet. Like, I don't. I think it's just been a trailer so far. And I feel like I even watched the trailer like a couple years ago. Like it got like teased or something, and now it's finally coming around. Um. I. Uh, there's something else too. Can't remember. CJ, how was your week? I haven't talked to you this week yet. Been alright. I've just been slaving away at work, you know what I'm saying? Just fucking feel that. not using any of my pay time off because I need to save that shit. Yeah. And works me kind of butt, so it's been awful the whole time. Good job. Uh, I haven't done anything this week. Kevin Durant asked for a trade today, so that was pretty cool. Who does he play for now? Lakers? No, he plays for the Nets now, but he was gonna. Now he doesn't want to play for the Nets anymore. He wants to play for someone else again. All I know is Michael Jordan. Does Michael Jordan still play basketball? Yeah, he plays for the uh, for the Jazz. <laughs> it would be so long to think of the team Michael Jordan played for. He's Michael Jordan. Yeah, DMJ. I forgot, dude. I'm sorry. Look at Dark Tide real quick. I started playing Pokemon Go again. Started playing Pokemon Go again? Yeah. My sister started playing Pokemon Go again. Yeah. Well, I got on there and like I had gifts from like my brother and stuff. So they've even been playing too. And I was like, what? Are people just doing this? Again? How long has Pokemon uh, Go been out for? Like four? No. Forever, like six years? No, it's been out forever, dude. I remember I was playing that shit in high school. It's been out for like. No, it was not. Not high yeah, school. It came out Are after sure? high school. Yeah. It was like at least a year or two after high school. I think it was 2016. Me and Ellie hadn't met yet, so it had to been at least six years. Really? Yeah. Crazy to think about that it's been six years already. It's, I only played uh, for like the first two months. It's wild. Um, like, I, I liked Pokemon Go, but um, I can't really get too behind games that are like, like I can't progress any unless I walk down the street or whatever. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Because there are kind of a lot of games like that on the phone, like 
I think there was one called Orna or something like that. Oh, uh, I'm Orna. I yeah. liked that one a lot, but I couldn't play it very often unless I wanted to leave my house. You know what I mean? Right. Nothing worse than like having to like exercise or just like want to chill out and play a game. And it's like, oh, you need to go like somewhere else to play this. No, everybody hates exercise. Yeah. I just want to play video game, Tyler. Yeah, I just want to sit and be fat. Is that so much to ask for? Nowadays? Yeah. Yeah. What's going on with this pod? It's just chaotic start, man. Pods off I don't know. I thought, maybe, I thought maybe a chaotic start might... Uh, something might happen. I'm eating noodles. You are eating noodles. What you are noodles the noodle man. What noodles? Are we playing Kingmaker tomorrow, Scott? Yeah. What kind of noodles are you eating? Ramen. Okay. Yes, we are playing Kingmaker tomorrow. Uh, you will show up and you will fight the Earth Eater. I made a new map for it. I don't like using assets that yeah. I recently downloaded. So I'm gonna try that map out. See what I. Hell yeah, dude. See how it looks. Um, it's got original. I'm gonna prep some more. Every map I make is original. The I, there's like no way to get the the Pathfinder maps from the book into Roll20, from what I can tell. So, like, I have to make everything now. I was shocked to believe that you did not ever save a map file. You just export them. Yeah, I mean... That blew my mind. That blew my mind. But, like, I don't know, you you really did blow my mind, because I was like, yeah, just open up one of the map files, and you were like, there's nothing here. It's like, that's impossible. That means you never saved anything. And you're, you're like, you save them? Oh, and I was just like, oh my god. <laughs> Export them. Because that's the only way to ro- upload them to Roll20. That's all I'm right. for. Right. But what if you wanted to change something? I almost never do. This is like the first time I've ever wanted to do that, which is why it's coming up for the first time. So when you make maps, like when you made maps for our home, home game, the D&D game. Mm-hmm. Did you never, you made a map first try, like first sitting. There was yeah. never like, I'm going to come back later and do this. Yes. Wow. I, I am, can't do that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I don't care that much about how they look. You guys are just, you know, I don't think you guys are going to roast me because <laughs> no. you're like, this doesn't look good. Like, I don't <laughs> care. It's, it's sand, water, and then you can see the forest starting behind you. That's all you need to know. Honestly. Yeah. That's about it. So, but, yeah, no, I never go back and, and, like, you know, I want to fix this and that. The only thing I want to go back for now is I want to have that same map that you guys first fought on because I, it sounds like you guys are going to build your camp there and I'm going to put stuff so it looks like a camp. Definitely might. <clears throat> I need to... I almost am thinking about recording those episodes. I almost did this with Kingmaker 2 is record them and put them on YouTube on private just so that, like, I could re-listen to kingmaker episodes like before the day before yeah i would like that as a dm but i just forget to do it all the time yeah and then i gotta remember to upload it there was a time where you were streaming Mm. home game and uh before like a session i would go back and listen to some of that if i forgot like what did cj say about this character like oh yeah he said he hated his guts (laughs) shit like that it was very handy the good old days. What if we only streamed like the middle, yeah? I don't think we streamed uh, the Ripley fight. 
Yeah, like the later end. Yeah, I don't know if we streamed the Ripley fight. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think we so. did. I don't think we even streamed the Kahim like fight. Like the, the demon stuff, I think. is what. Yeah, yeah. When, when that was going on, which was like mid-campaign. Dude. I, I listen to some of the followers on the page, and their home games just sound brilliant. Like, they're some of the best writers yeah. to ever exist. It reminds me of uh, of some of my friend, like other friends who play D and D, and how wacky and wild their fucking homebrew game is. Too. <laughs> have I told you about that one? Or yeah, like, you've told us parts about of it. it. Yeah, they have like fucking DC and Marvel characters and fucking magic planeswalkers and shit in their games yeah, and shit. That's insane. Yeah, it's like it's wild. It's like uh. I remember this one story he was telling me, and he was like, yeah, me and, me and this guy and that guy, we was fighting this guy and this superhero and that guy. Then these guys showed up, and I was like, dude, what the fuck is going on? I was like, this is kind of like if a 12-year-old played D&D and was <laughs> like, and was like, yeah, and then Superman shows up, and then Gideon from Magic the Gathering, and then we got fucking, like, you know what I mean? This, yeah. Like, yeah. This I don't is know going on, like dude. Yeah, I don't know if I'm a fan of that. I would just like lose my immersion real quickly, I, just like I played that. Like I'm, I'm gonna play a superhero. Like, yeah, being Batman. No, if we're gonna have these like overpowered units show up, I want to be an overpowered unit, or at least for a little bit. Oh man, I just thought of the worst homebrew story ever. I don't think I could tell on the fun. Why? Because it's just like very inappropriate, awful. But I remember reading a green text about mm. a DM who's just terrible. Um. Oh, you know what? I'll tell you, Scud, and maybe you you'll edit it out if you want. Oh, I mean, let me get a timestamp. But there's a uh, get your timestamp. Okay. Here's a green text. That or something, some Reddit story uh, that was talking about this guy that started to run a game and he got like three or four people in on it and he had like all these anime characters and all his like waifus or like all the NPCs or whatever. Okay. And like he said, the lore and the way the world was created in his game was four giant women in the sky that were gods, pretty much. With penises, Futinaris, mm. I think they're called, mm -hmm. uh, nutted all over the earth, and nice. that nut hardened and <laughs> oh became the continents. Oh my Let's god! Fucking go, dude. Oh my. And I remember reading oh that. I was like, "What the fuck? What is happening in some people's home games?" Some people, dude. <laughs> so like, now I know that that's going on. Some people are playing with Batman. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave that in. Because I think I don't think that's oh, so yeah. inappropriate. It's just like, like, no, I'm gonna leave that in. People gotta know about that. I don't and know where I, I read that Reddit or something, but yeah, you know, I remember I read that a long time ago. Somebody out there will oh, be like, Lord. "That's awesome." Yeah, I'm playing that game. I'm going to that game. You guys need a rogue. <laughs> that really is like one of the worst <laughs> feelings when somebody comes up to you and they're like, "I want to play." It's like, ah. 
Oh, dude. I told you uh, guys before about that guy at work. Yeah. When he came up and he saw I had a D&D sticker on my laptop. And he was like a fucking 50-year-old man. Really weird. He's like, are you playing guy? D&D? Yeah, he's like, I've been playing D&D my whole life. You need to get me at your table. And I was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> I was like, I just thinking to myself, like, this is the this is the worst thing that could ever have happened. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to take my D&D sticker off my computer. <laughs> I, uh, that's uh, that's one thing that I've noticed a lot about like D and D. Whether like you're like talking about it or talking about playing it or whatever, that like if someone else has like even the slightest bit of interest in D and D, they're like, "No, oh, we should play. Get let me play." Like, <laughs> like it seems like most of the people I know in real life that have remotely like D D. Like I'm mm -hmm. like, yeah, I've played D D and they're like, oh let's play. I'm like, no, we're not playing. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you, sir. I'm good. I'm taking our tables I'm in goddamn four different. campaigns already, bro. Let's show the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, people are so open to playing. It's very weird. Maybe not weird, but it's just so like like we don't really know each other that well. Like, yeah, that's yeah. the situations I'm always in. Like, I yeah, don't I know. know you all. That's what I'm saying. That guy at work is like, get me at your table. It's like, bro, this is our, like first time talking. What the hell are you talking about? Yeah. <clears throat> I met a guy at a, uh, at a trading card store. And like Ethan was like trying to get into D&D. &D, and so we're like looking at some dice and some stuff. And this guy comes up and he's like, oh, you guys getting dice? Like some random guy, not like a guy that worked at the shop. Oh, you guys are getting some dice? And I was like, yeah, and he's like... You guys running a game? And I was like, yeah, I'm running uh, Sunless Citadel for a group. He's like, oh, man. Do you need, like, a tabaxi rogue? <laughs> and I'm just, every time I think of it, I'm just like, no, man, we're good. Like, thank you, but no, we're good. And he was just so adamant, I guess is the word, just being like, yeah, I played tabaxi rogue assassin. I love that shit, dude. And I, like, I was like, man, what? Like, I love it. Like, to me... It's just so funny, the idea of somebody who, like, just does one thing in D&D, like, over and yeah. over and over. Because, like, all of us, at at this point, all of us who play D&D in our group have dipped our toes here and there, right? Mm -hmm. It's not like I played Tyler's Campaign, made a monk, so now I'm our fucking monk guy. Like, if, well, if, if CJ's playing in, in another game and then we've got a monk, you know what I mean? I do see about, you as like, the monk guy, though. But, but not like... <laughs> the reason you see monks. me as the monk guy is because I've played the most monks. It's not because yeah, if yeah. I play again, I'm definitely going to be a monk. Right, right, right. Right? So, yeah, but, yeah. but there are people who's like the old guy, Tyler, like you were saying earlier, he's only ever played a barbarian. Yeah, yeah. Tyler, Tyler is also talking about like somebody else who was talking to him and, and was like... No, same uh, guy. Same oh, guy. is it the same guy, the tobacco guy. old guy? No, no that's rope. yes, because you're getting lost here. I thought there was somebody else who told you that they played like a very specific. Yeah, no, that was the guy who was like, "You gotta get me at your table," and then he shows me his forearm tattoos, and he's got. Imagine this guy listens to the pod. He shows me his forearm <laughs> tattoos, and he's got four identical forearm tattoos, like two on his left, you know, front and back, two on his right, front and back, and he's like, this right here is a barbarian, this right here is a barbarian, this right here is a barbarian, and this right here <laughs> is a barbarian. I thought and you I had was... two separate... Uh... No, same okay. guy. Same okay. guy. 
there was a guy recently which may you may be thinking about which was another old guy at my work uh-huh. uh who is like an old bald dude who's talking to me like three or four times and i guess at some point in passing he like saw my D sticker so one day when i was leaving he saw me and he like came up to me and he patted me on the back and he, <laughs> and he goes but i'm playing a lot of D, huh and he started like <laughs> laughing real hard and i was like yeah i play every week and he just like lost his uh, mind yeah. like he was yeah, like yeah. laughing like nonstop. but no dude there's something there's something that i love i think it's a goofy as fuck but i love it whenever somebody is like i only play ranger or like i only play barbarian yeah, like, yeah. They use like that's the only thing they know people like bring their characters over is what it seems like like that guy's like i got a tabaxi rogue that i've played before and i'm bringing them to your campaign yeah what do you what guys feel they, about that taking characters from like because as like, long as they're not dead right as long as you're not bringing them back from the right because none of us have ever done it before right no i don't no. think so no yeah no because like i wouldn't want to do it mainly because i like the way i see it is like bringing zana into mad mage right is like it just feels wrong I also, I agree with that. I also feel like the reason that we dip our toes into different play styles as well, so that way we all, or at least I do this anyways, um, uh, is to try and get a feel for the overall game. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah I like, like to try new things. So, yeah. like, you know, it's uh, it's easier to understand how spellcasting works if you play a wizard all the time or mm-hmm. it's easier to understand how flanking and, and martial combat works if you're always playing like a fighter mm-hmm. so like one of the main reasons that got me into playing magic and Fabi in the first place was that i didn't even know how magic worked because like right. i was a monk and i just let you guys deal with the magic stuff and like i was just going through and whatever i can't remember who my like second character ever was was it jazargo tyler it been Dylan. Uh, I think so, yeah. And then I made. It was just Argo, and then I made Zabar not very long after that. And Zabar is like. He's yeah, definitely Zargo's the strongest caster I've ever had. Yeah, and Zabar's a druid. Mm hmm. Druid monk, right? Uh, druid, druid monk, yeah. But the druid only reason monkey. he's the druid monk is because he can get a, a really good IC with the uh, AC with his wisdom. Right. And the wisdom on the druid. I think druid monk is one of the best multi classes in the game. I love that I'm, shit. I'm putting that on the page. What that, you, that I think it's one of what the best just, multi-classes? Yeah, what people you just, shit on it? I don't know, bro. But I've never once heard of monk druid. Yeah, I've never heard of it before. You played it either, but I mean, it seems pretty good. Dude, I, I mean, it's the, good as fuck. I mean, uh, you may, you may monk be the father of that. Monk unarmed defense is dex plus 10 plus dex plus wisdom and your druid spellcasting go, goes completely off your wisdom so like and in 5e you don't need a feat to to add your dex to weapon and damage rolls you just choose that on a versatile weapon or whatever right so like all you need is your dex and your wisdom and you're straight as a as a monk druid and you're a like if you're as a monk druid with no armor on at all, if you had four decks and four wisdom, uh, like modifier, eight. you would have an 18 AC. Yeah. And big. your spell DC, depending on whatever level you are, would be like a, like an 18 or something. 
right just from your just from your stats yeah so like i i think that they work so well together not only that but monk has very good escapability in step of the wind and they can stun people uh you know pretty good hit dice well not pretty good but you know is is druid and monk the same hit dice maybe are they both Wait, D8s? Eight, right? i feel like yeah, they are i would assume so yeah they are I, but I imagine you, monk is it is you're right but uh and then also not to mention um your save dcs on your monk shit like your stunning strike and stuff mm -hmm. that's your spell dc bro is it really yeah hmm. it's not a separate dc as far as i'm aware because uh because me and dylan hashed it out one day pretty pretty hard and and uh yeah, druids are a D8. Sorry, druids are a D8. Yeah, yeah, they're the same hit dice. But, uh, but yeah, to me, they just work together so well. Um, if you get caught in melee, you can actually do something. And if you have to escape, you don't have to use any of your magic to do it. You know what I mean? So, right. so I think it's super fucking good. Well, fifth I think level, definitely same is pretty solid. Attacks. I just, I think, I think the charisma classes in this game meld so well together that everyone forgets about like other melding possibilities like because you don't hear of like barbarian fighter you know what i mean right that's not really like a, a banging one but you hear about hexaden uh hexlock uh paladin sorcerer whatever that one was sorcerer sorcerer um uh bard paladin like all of these classes work like extremely well because they all scale off the exact same modifier and so like i mean kahim was like a cleric fighter and i don't really feel like i see many wizard multi-classes no wizard i feel like never multi-classes so, uh, i feel like it would be not great for them to do so i bet you know what i mean I bet Blade Singer could go really well with Fighter. Well, uh, Justin has a multi-class wizard. He's that. I think yeah. I think he's a Blade Singer artificer. See, that's a yeah, pretty good one. Because you could like buff yourself with enchantments or whatever, and then. But he's heavy wizard, right? I think he's like. Yeah, I think it's ten three or a ten three. Yeah. Oh wow! Okay. So and that's like, that was Rafelio, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Who's Rafelio? Is that his character? character? Yeah, that was Looking at all the other classes right here. I never see Ranger really mix with things. I see Ranger Druid a lot. That's a very common one, I feel like. Ranger Did I tell you guys my uh, plan for Mad Mage for Asmawati? Yeah, the, you told me. The uh, My Druid Barbarian. I think the final lineup I'll have is 12 Barbarian. Like, because I think we're going to get to 20 in that campaign. You know, if we, if yeah. we get to play that much. If everything works out perfectly and she makes it there, she'll be 12 Barb, 6 Druid, 2 Fighter. She'll be my first Tri-Class. When the would the Fighter come along? Would that be yeah. sooner or later? Uh, I've worked it all out some time ago, but I can't remember now just because it's been so long. Mm -hmm. I think what the idea was, was I want to get to level 5 Barbarian, which I have one more level. And then I, th I think I might take the two levels in Fighter... So I get, get the, the, action surge and the, the action surge, yeah, and then I'm going to power level Druid, and then I, I'd ride Barbarian to the end. That's probably mm. what I'm going to do. Never tried class before. I don't think any any of us have. No. 
I'm almost the, I'm gonna be the first. Tyler almost got me too. Oh, I oh with the cleric. I yeah. tried to convince. I mean, I would have, dude. I would have if it wasn't like almost a waste of a level. Like literally, like right. druid, monk, cleric is not. If I had to guess, is not an optimal tri class. <laughs> and you can uh, get away with that stuff in five E though. I yeah. mean, you can, but we're also playing one of the hardest 5e campaigns i would say you know what i mean just fighting demon lords over and over like in yeah, a normal no, 5e in a normal 5e setting i think i would have went ahead and done it but because of where we're at like if like like for example if i would have been a tri-class cleric against baphomet you know what i mean like we might not have actually made it out of that fight maybe you could have healed everybody <laughs> with your like one dip into cleric I always forget cleric scales off of wisdom the that was one thing that made me almost do it is that it scaled off wisdom and I was like it's already there but I wonder why cleric I was jipping myself on my next druid level I think is the, is the reason I didn't do uh, it I wonder why clerics scale off wisdom but paladins don't I feel like a paladin should scale off wisdom too. Maybe just to try and make him a little bit more different. Because we've Maybe. been talking about how, and we've talked about, I think last week in the last session, how uh, clerics and paladins are very similar in 5e compared to Pathfinder. So that might just be one thing they try to do to make them different. And no, it might also, they might have also done that to stop people from doing like a paladin cleric multi class. Maybe. I mean, Maybe. I don't know if that would, yeah. if that's like a big deal or not, but I'm not sure. I wonder if cleric ranger could be a banging combo. That sounds horrible. Cleric, like ranger. cleric ranger. Sound yeah. horrible. I just love multi classes. Multi class is so cool. Multi classes are sweet. I like multi class a lot too. Cleric ranger. I can especially see it. advocate for multi class for like regular campaigns too because like certain classes. You probably are better off just sticking to it, like Barbarian. You know what I yeah. mean? Uh, but for the most part... It's a direct shot at me. Well, I mean, not really. It's just, you know... <laughs> it, it depends on the, like, play style, right? So, like, you have a different play style than your normal Barbarian does. If you're normal Barbarian, like, if your guy's just going to sit there and smack all day and get hit all day, then you probably want to go with Barbarian just so you can keep getting those D12s. You know what I mean? But, like... For the most part, unless your character is going to get like their 20th level ability, I don't really think it's a big deal to multi-class. Because I've, I've, I've heard that from people, that it's like you shouldn't multi-class because your level 20 ability is so strong. Yeah. But you don't ever really get to see or use that shit. Like, we've been playing D&D for years, and I've never got to play or use a level 20 ability Yeah, I think character. Mad Mage might be the one of the only that we get to. And it'll be years before 20. we get there. 100%. Makes me think, are either of you guys thinking about multiclassing in Serpent Skull? I know we're I still just so. level one. But I don't yeah. think so. I think I think Magus in itself is kind of like its own multiclass, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So I think if I tried to multiclass Magus, I think I would really confuse myself. Or I would jip myself. One of the two. I don't think I would. Arcana yeah, seems just too... Too good? Maybe too good. 
but just I don't I don't know what I would want to mix it with. I think mixing it would kind of ruin the theme that I'm mm -hmm. going for too. Yeah. So it would it would have to be a compelling argument of this this is a good option a good route for the character. Yeah, but, I mean like mm -hmm. like CJ said, it's the same as Magus. It's it's two classes already kind of multi-classed. Yeah, which it doesn't even part of me doesn't even feel the sorcerer in it. Really? Yeah. Which I can see it. There's like the small pool that I can like en essentially enhance my spells, um, or do other spontaneous things, but it doesn't seem as spontaneous as another sorcerer. Maybe it'll really start to show more as as you level. Maybe, mm -hmm. and I haven't. Obviously, we've been in one combat, so it's hard for me to be like, "Yeah, this is how the class well. plays." Right? Did you use your elemental weapon or whatever in the combat? Did okay. I use my like magic weapon? Yeah. Did you enhance it or anything? No, no. The the reason for that is because uh, you can do your spell combat. So, mm. um, so in Pathfinder when you want to use like dual wielding weapons instead of using your bonus action to do an offhand attack you have to have a feat to use it called two weapon fighting and if you have if you're using light weapons both of your attacks just take a negative two and magus when they use spell spell com uh, combat casting i think it's called or spell combat something like that yeah uh they can make an attack with their sword and then make an, a, a spell cast a spell at their offhand and take the two weapon fighting like negative to oh. their uh to their attack yeah um kind of like they're using two weapon fighting but instead of using two weapons they're using one weapon and casting a spell um and you can use that with cantrips and in that fight whenever i dazed the first thing i was like tyler does it have four less hit dice he was like yes all right it's dazed i'm just gonna do that for the rest of the combat you know what i mean Right, especially because that was very strong in that situation, and it's very rare that you can use your cantrips to that, uh, like that effectively. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I was gonna say, is is Daisy a spell or a cantrip? But it is it's a, a cantrip. cantrip. Uh, if they have, and that's the other reason I was kind of like using it every chance I could too is because it's not a save. If they have four hit hit dice or left, they're stunned. So like I was popping it off as, as much as I could. I don't know if you remember or not, but we actually ended the combat early because like half of them were dazed. Yeah. I think uh... I messed up in that combat. Oh, that's one thing you wanted to look through. You want to look through a character or a monster sheet. Yeah, I mean, you know, I just need your help on how to, you know, manage. We don't have to do that on the pod, you know, I can't imagine reading character sheet would be Super fun, you teaching me how to DM it, but I just, I think I messed up in that fight because if you guys remember, I did the claws yeah. in one thing, and then I did the sting on another attack, like on another round. I think it was all supposed Let's to be one. Yeah. Can, I, all, can I look up the the sheet? Yeah, it was. It's called an uh, oak, okre and trepid or something like that. Okre and if you go to the uh, roll twenty, it's somewhere in chat. I put the name of it in chat. But it's like a sea scorpion, and it's it's got like a plus zero to hit. And a Google sea scorpion pathfinder. Oh, you trip it, and then you oh, said you it was trip it. it. Yeah, I don't know. Oak gray and, and trip it. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. So bless you. Yeah. So the way so you would have been able to do a full round action 
right. would have been claw claw stink. Yeah. Right. Okay. And what you were saying, you were either doing one or the other. Yeah, I was doing a one single one of them. Yeah. It's interesting with this sting, it actually has reach. Interesting. I don't know if we're going to fight anymore, so I'm going to quit reading. I guess I can. I'll just ask, uh, you know, on the pod, I guess, because maybe it'll come in handy for somebody else. How are you man? How are you managing like health and everything? Are you just putting it in the little bubbles like above? Yeah. yeah okay. That's, That's what exactly I was doing. That's exactly what too. I'm doing. Okay. Oh, can I can I point something out? This this may have been another misstep on us. Days only works for one on round. humanoids. Oh, it do. Mm -hmm. uh. The spell clouds the mind of a humanoid creature with four or fewer hit die. Humanoids uh. of five or more, which, you know, it's no big deal. It, it's not like it was a BBEG encounter, but I just read that. Cause, well, I was wondering because the Utriport, whatever these things are, the Sea Scorpion, uh, they are immune to mind affecting effects. So I think Days would have been able to fall under. Terrible first combat. Hey, it's all right. It was my first combat as a spellcaster, so like, yeah. Dude, in Pathfinder versus 5e, it's like in 5e, it's like target, creature, DC, whatever. It it takes one round, they either save or don't. In Pathfinder, it's like fucking mind compulsion, fucking this yeah. effect, that effect, must be a humanoid, fucking radius effect, like it's. I'm like god damn <laughs> it goes very in depth for sure yeah that, that was uh that sets that on me on though for not us. asking yeah if it's yeah. If, if it was you know mind affecting or whatever i mean it'll just say practice from all for of us. sure oh for sure one thing i always forget is where spell resistance is mentioned on a monster sheet and i think it's somewhere at the top and it's just listed as sr this like and then a note like the the number and uh because you guys were fighting something i can't remember what and you guys were like oh the like uh the dementor thing you guys fought last time and resistance you... is uh different from fabi in oh the yeah since where so Fabi doesn't even exist in Favi, does it does it not i thought i, I thought so. there was uh I thought in Fabi there was damage resistance and spell resistance is there no uh, that's that's more like yeah, pathfinder it's just a pathfinder really? i think there's resistances, which is, but it's, it's more like DR and, uh, Does the DR and 5e work on magic too, or is it just, uh, no, it, the, the way resistance works in 5e is just like, you know, you get the resistance for the immunities. It's not like yeah. damage resistance five or yeah. spell resistance. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So yeah, you're, like, you're in 5e. I forgot about that. Yeah. Wolf has like DR, whatever, whatever, when he challenges, right? He challenges. Yeah. Um, in 5e, you would either have vulnerability, resistance, or immunity. And that's it. Yeah, that's true. It's so much more easier to keep up with. It is in easier 5e? in 5e, yeah, but yeah. I like it in Pathfinder more. I think it makes yeah, more sense in Pathfinder. And then in Path, you DR is more physical. So, like, that's swords. That's something that's physically going to hit you. Then you have resistances, which is, like, elemental effects. And then there's and, spell uh, resistance. And then there's, I think, just immunity. Resistance and doesn't do anything for the wrong. damage. Yeah, spell resistance doesn't do anything to the damage. Spell resistance makes it to where you have to roll to penetrate the spell resistance. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But a DR, if I'm not mistaken, uh, 
you can overcome DR with magical weapons, right? Uh, so like if if no. if a cre really it depends on what the DR is. I thought oh really? Yeah. Cause so some... like they can have like DR slashing. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. DR oh, slashing, yes, yes. piercing. Really? Um, and then there's a DR magic, and that's there magic weapons. Magic. Yeah. Wait, um, you said DR magic is for magical weapons. Yeah. So then, so the magical weapons overcome regular DR. Only I think when it is. I don't I think the, it I know the Pathfinder game was a bit buggy as far as Wrath of the Righteous, but I sure. know in that game, like if you hit something with DR with mundane weapons. Uh, then, then the DR would be like it would. You couldn't get past it. Like, if you did eight damage, you had DR five. Use a mundane weapon. If you did three damage, but if you had a plus one, you would get through that DR. So I don't know if that's accurate in the game. So in if that's something that Pathfinder got wrong, you know. Again, yeah. In the game, in the, in the tabletop, creatures that are resistant to harmful. Oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> creatures that are resistant to harm typically have damage reduction. This amount is subtracted from any damage dealt to them from a physical source. Most types of DR can be bypassed by certain types of weapons. This is denoted by a slash followed by the type, such as tin slash cold iron. Some types of DR apply to all physical attacks, such as DR is denoted by the slash symbol. I think that's what uh, Wolf has. It's like one da or slash and then it's the dash mark. Mm -hmm. and that just means you're resistance to all physical types of harm I actually meant to ask earlier it was Wolf the first multi-class in Pathfinder or was somebody yeah. else a multi-class no I was yeah. you was? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah that's right you was yeah you went Cavalier before yeah. yep I forgot about that good old yeah, so... Cavalier Inquisitor so no I believe magical weapons do not cut through DR so strange nope. trying to play like one of the games mm -hmm. and then go to the tabletop because you have to like get out of certain mindsets because yeah. I, I, I remember one of the reasons I had bought Wrath of the Righteous was to try and learn the game uh, right, yeah. because we were about to start playing Kingmaker and it actually does help you for the most part understand most of the game but there are certain things like that like like you guys had to teach me exactly how flanking works and you know dr works and stuff because mm -hmm. the game kind of changed it i think we were talking about it last week it makes sense that they changed it for the game but i was just expecting it to be like solid like rule book oh no yeah it's, it's very modified from the rule book to make it yeah. um oh excuse me to make it um I guess more enjoyable as a video game rather than a tabletop to make it work better. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember where exactly it is, but I know somewhere there is a DR magic. And I think from what this is saying, and I don't, I have to read through it every time when I have DR with monsters with DR, most types of DR can be bypassed by certain types of weapons. This is denoted by a slash. So DR, it was so like, if it said like 10 slash magic, if it's not a magical what that what that tells me is this, if it's not a magical weapon, uh, take ten damage off every attack that isn't a magical weapon. But that, but that confuses me because 
Like, why would there be a damage resistance specifically for magic weapons if magic damage... Like, if they if they already are negated by regular damage resistance. Does that make sense? I think it's got to do with certain types of arcane creatures and, like, the, the magical effect of magic weapons, like, distorts them more or something like that. I, I don't remember the exact thing, but I do get what you're saying because it normally makes sense that because, oh, it's a magical like, weapon, it just bypasses that. Right, so, like, if DR5, let's just say DR5, regular creature or whatever, has normal mm -hmm. DR5, and that does affect magic weapons, then why would they need DR5 magic weapon? Why don't, why don't they just have DR5? Does that make sense? Oh, you're saying, like, why make it magical? Just make it a flat DR5? Because yeah, yeah, if DR already affects magical weapons, then why make one specifically for magical weapons? You know what I mean? So, like... So like if DR, so like if a creature had DR two, and mm -hmm. that DR affected mundane weapons and magical weapons, but DR two magic only affected magic weapons, then why wouldn't they just take like why wouldn't they just have DR two? Oh no! So DR, DR ten magic. Everything is resisted except magic. Magic is the only thing that gets through. That makes sense. So does regular DR affect magic damage? Yes. Because, and I don't know exactly know why. I think it's because magic items and Pathfinder are lesser than 5e's. Like they're just more like slightly enhanced rather than like this huge enchanted Excalibur weapon. Right. I think that's like the only reason why. Because I like because I see it in my but I mean, so like magic damage is in like uh, like spells. See, that's a completely different thing. Is that completely different? Completely different. Yeah, it, damage is there reduction any kind is, of damage reduction for spells in Pathfinder, or is it just yes. getting through spell resistance? It's called resistances, not spell resistance. It's just it'll say resistant fire. And then or like it'll be like a very similar. Oh thing. yeah, it'll, say, it'll, it'll be like resistance ten. Yeah, resistance 10 yeah. and then like slash fire. And so it'll be like a plant creature and they'll be like, yeah. okay, I need to burn this thing. So all the fire damage goes through. Yeah. Uh, I think you guys fought. You guys fought some kind of monster. And I remember Shane tried to. Oh, this, the tree scythe. When he was playing Viren, he tried to heat up the weapons because it had resistance fire. And uh, he tried to. He wanted to like cast heat metal on his weapon and then throw the weapon. And I was like, I don't think that's going to work because <laughs> I didn't know how, like how to make that happen. But, um, yeah. Yeah. So it's resistance. If it's a magical attack, it's damage reduction. If it's a physical attack and then creatures just have spell resistance to just negate the spell that's being cast on them. And I think that's it. I think after that, it's just a normal creature. See, Pathfinder is not confusing at all. Not at all. I don't know why people don't want to play it. They, people say the rules are too hard. Too confusing. Dow rules. I think the only reason we can get through it is because there's five of us. Or six of us. Sitting at a table looking at the rules when we're confused. It's the not main just thing is one. figuring out what you're going to use most of it. Like figuring out like... 
we all have a general understanding of how to play the game, so that helps. It's just the specific shit that we really don't yeah. know for sure yet. You know what I mean? Especially the new stuff, like when it's like we're running into like spell resistance, and it's like, okay. Right, like none now of us what do we do? seen that before, so we gotta look into it a little bit. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think, to me, I don't think that's really a big deal. Because, like, to me, I would rather uh, play the way that we have, where it's like we all know generally how to play the game and if we run into something that we're not sure then we look it up yeah i would rather play that way than we all have to do homework yeah and like have to learn how to completely play the game before we start playing the game fuck that yeah i mean could you imagine yeah fuck that so like i don't know i know some people be on the like be on that shit where they're like know the rules or whatever like the only time that that would ever bother me is if it's a certain rule that you should fucking know by now. You know what I yeah, mean? That's the yeah. only time that it ever really frustrates me. But, like, if it's, like, half the time, most of the time, somebody's like, how does this work in Pathfinder? I don't fucking know either. You know, <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> Let's all find out together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. No. I, I remember trying in 5e, like, watching YouTube videos and being like, okay, this is the action economy. This is what they can do. <laughs> this is how it works. And like sitting there and just like scanning through these videos, watching them multiple times, and then actually playing and just being like, you know, I don't really know. Let's just do this. And everybody being like, okay. And th- that's that kind of stuck since. Listen, I, was, I wasn't there for the early game of D&D because I've heard a couple stories of how like wild it used to be and how like the first iteration of anything you guys had ever done was like a theater of the mind thing. Yeah. Randomly. But like, uh, I got to start when I started playing D and D with you guys, it's whenever you guys already knew like what an action economy, what this and that and this and that. Yeah. So like, like I kind of wish I was like there just to see like what some people was able to get away with when you guys first started playing. You know what I mean? Like not even, not even that they were trying to get away with it. It's just that like, Everybody was like, sounds right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. A lot of our early sessions were like that. Just like, yeah, I think that's how that works. And then somebody will Google it. It'd be like it'd be like this day situation like we just talked about. We'd be playing and then we'd be like, oh yeah, this happened. And then we'd be like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then moving forward, we'd be like, oh yeah, no, we talked about that. Yeah. And then be like, oh, okay. And we would just move on from it. There was no, there's never anything like ill towards each other. Which made me happy. Nobody ever got upset about the rulings or anything. That's probably why we were able to keep playing. If somebody was getting upset about the rules that much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Would sure. That would have been an issue. Yeah. I don't think we've ever legitimately had anyone cheat except for... Uh... <laughs> you want to call him out? <laughs> we've called him out before. He knows yeah. He's good. He's going to hear this and he's going to message us and be like, I'm not fucking cheating. And we all know you are. Wait, we t- which one are we talking about? Because oh. I, think, I think we're talking about different people. No, we're definitely not talking about different people. All right, who are we talking about? Three, two, one. Just Shane. Oh, Shane yeah. did cheat too. Shane's hey, Shane, cheat. Shane cheats. Oh, yeah, Shane. Yeah, Shane do be cheating. Shane yeah. messaged me. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. I want to tell this story real quick because that's awesome. Yeah, if anyone awesome. has ever had like a similar experience, then you know like how funny it is. But it's like, our buddy Shane, 
for the most part, he's able to get his character sheet like set up and ready to go, especially for new characters. But a lot of times, uh, fortunately, um, whenever we need something like a new language or nobody in the group has any skills in um, linguistics, exactly. Shane is like, oh, I forgot about the favored class uh, skill rank. I can put that in linguistics real quick and, and I can roll on it. But the funniest one was never we were trying to figure out. There was this like, dude, obscure as fuck language that we had to know to be able to read like uh, the the writing at this like destroyed like magical ruins place. It was like yeah. uh, it was like an alien fucking language, dude. Like no one would have known at all. Like no chance. And Shane was like. Wait a second, I think my background gives me an extra language. And we were all like, chill <laughs> out, Shane. And it just, it, it, takes, it takes a second. But he looks into it and he's reading it. We're all trying to go through it. And then we're like, what should we do? Should we take this back to the camp? Does anyone? And then Shane, Shane goes, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I do get one. And we were all like, Shane, you're not taking that language right now, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God, that was so funny. He's the best. But yeah, known cheater, that guy. Yeah, CJ, you know about his actual cheating experience. I'm going to say it. I'll, I'll run the story again real Go quick. Ahead, you got it. It wasn't... It's probably the worst case of cheating we had, but it wasn't so bad that it was like we needed to, like, you know, attack him for it. So we're like doing the the arena fight, and we the party. So we we were in a party of six. We split into, split into three, three or I'm sorry, two groups of three. Um, I'm on Shane's team, and there's somebody else on my team. It may have been Josh. I can't remember. Um, and we're going up to fight that like giant frog monster. I can't remember what it was. And Shane like private message messages me on Discord and is like, "Hey, um." On the character sheet, oh, we had like just hit it with like a lightning spell. Like Shane cast like lightning bolts at it, and it, Tyler was like, "No, that doesn't do like extra damage or anything." And Tyler was, or uh, Shane messages me, and he's like, "It says on the character sheet that they're vulnerable to lightning damage." And I go, "Shane, you can't look up the care or the the monster sheet." I completely forgot about that. While we're fighting the monster, and he, I think he went back and deleted those messages, but man, it was so fucking funny to me. Because I'm like, Shane, you can't do that. <laughs> Shane, that's <laughs> cheating. That's cheating. Like, I completely forgot about that. Yeah. And then Josh, I think Josh just made mistakes when he cheated. <laughs> what was it? It's, his, it's always his HP, right? It's always his it HP. His, it was his HP, but. The first accusations of cheating that I remember in our friend group. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ellen Josh, he was rolling too many natural 20s. And <laughs> and he hit you with that crit in the Kahim fight, like, to start it off. And dude, you were sick, dude. I remember that shit. <laughs> Talk about, a war like, a waste of time kind of fight. I should have played Katal's brother after Kahim got two-turned. I should have let... You should have let me heal you. You didn't want to. Did I not want to? Oh no! You should have you, let, you let me give you the uh, the armor. The, it was the, the armor. Yeah, the armor. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I pleaded to Tyler. I go, Tyler, you want to give me like uh, <clears throat> some temporary hit points, maybe? Like, maybe yeah, no, I should have just had the uh, should have had the angels come down and heal you. Oh, that would have been sick. Yeah, that would have <laughs> had Josh mad. <laughs> Which I already had the angels helping me. I think they were fighting uh, you guys down in the bottom. So it was like a one v one up top, and then like the two of them, like just a cars or whatever, were fighting you guys. Um, yeah, I really was. I, I wrote a meme earlier today, and it was like the you know everybody rolls dice, the paladin goes first, runs up, deals a hundred points of damage to the boss or whatever to the monster, looks back at the party and goes, "Everybody keep it up. This one looks like it's gonna be a strong one." And then it showed the DM, and he's <laughs> looking at the stat, the stat sheet, and there's like eight health remaining, and he's just like, "Yep, gonna be gonna be a hard one, guys." <laughs> that's what it. That's pretty much what our fight. I think I got taken down at like six HP. I don't even know what, like what I I should have. In a very disgusting way, Josh's ghost wife was there, and I could have destroyed undead and you know how mad he would have been if i oh went my god i guess destroy awesome. undead it would have awesome. been per it would have been probably more accurate to what kahim was actually like because i think kahim tried getting off like spirit guardians and another spell he tried to heal and uh it was just a waste and then he was dead he he had a plus three hand axe there wasn't anything special with it that's what i talked to you into i was like let's do something cooler like yeah this pl gold plus three hand axe and then nobody used it yeah after his death and i was like oh i thought maybe somebody yep. would throw it or something we all have regrets yeah the adamantine armor would have been perfect though you know uh you know what uh that reminded me of when you were like the paladin walks up and hits the boss or whatever i don't know why this reminded me of, of this but uh do you remember i think it was in that trial, I think like we were like going through the like levels or whatever. Mm. And uh what did we fight, Tyler? Was it a mummy lord? Was did oh, we fight? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and uh, I can't remember exactly how it went down, but at the end of that fight, Josh was in the thick of it with the mummy lord pretty much by himself. And yeah. like we were all fighting this other shit that was going on mm -hmm. and josh goes down by himself with the mummy lord so i run over there and try and help him and uh and i can't remember what it, the action economy was like uh josh's turn my turn and then like the mummy lord's turn and uh josh goes down after the mummy lord puts him down and then I run up there to start helping him. And then it gets to uh and it gets to Josh's turn. Or I'm already up there, and then it gets to Josh's turn, and then I'm about to go. And he has to roll a death save, and he rolls a natural twenty on his death save, so he stands up with what do you have one oh, HP? I fucking forgot about this, dude. Yeah. So he rolls a natural twenty and stands up with one HP and he turns around and looks at me and he's like, Leave him to me, and I was like no. <laughs> like, it gets to my turn, and I fucking do my dragon breath, like, roar, and, and that puts him down, and and I think after that fight, Nevitash was like, you said leave him to me, and I was like, he was gonna fucking kill you again, you dumbass. He did ass. kill like, you. <laughs> I think I had to cast something to save him. I think I had to revivify him. 
Well, he, Did had, he go well, down again. I think something. No, in that exact fight, in that situation, like when he went down to the mummy ward and he rolled a natural twenty to stand back up, like yeah. he was able to get back up and like stand next to it or whatever. Yeah. But because he rolled the natural twenty and used his movement to stand up, he couldn't do anything else. So like he yeah. had to end his turn. Oh, so, like, I gotcha. He stood back up and he was still up. Like after the mummy ward put him down. Like I don't think the mummy ward had like, like you know, outright killed him. Like he was still rolling death saves, right? I think he did kill him because I know I can. I did something. I know Kahim did something. He panicked, ran over. Because he couldn't find the snow, or there was like a snowstorm coming or something, so he had to like rely on giant Fujin, and he was like running in the snow trying to follow you, and uh, got there and had to do something. Maybe it was just heal him. I can't remember now. That but might I have know been a different encounter because the one that I'm talking about is the one in the trial. Yeah, it is in the trial, yeah. but no, you guys like... are thinking the same thing. I just don't think you guys have the same outcome. I, well, I that's what happened, right? Like he. Yeah, he no, he definitely went down, and, and then he definitely popped back up. And I, f I feel like he might have went down again. He, he might did. have went back down again because I can't remember what happened after, like what I said, like after I killed, right? Uh, the like the mummy lord, and I and he was like, "Why didn't you let me get him again?" And I was like, "Cause you have one health, and he was gonna fucking kill you again." <laughs> like I had to, I had to do that, and. Yeah. And they think he did go down after that because he only had one health, but yeah. he did pop up in the action economy, like I said. It was his turn, then mine, and then the mummy wards before he goes again, and he was like, let me at him. And I was like, Such no, a buffoon. No. Such yeah. a buffoon. I literally ran over here to save you. Like, <laughs> I was coming over here to help you. Dude, and he then was... you stand back up and you're like, don't help me anymore. I'm like, no, like, I'm already over here. I'm committed to helping you, bro. Nevitash was all about getting that hero moment, dude. Oh, he yeah. sure was. And I, I loved was... him for that. I loved Nevitash so much for always being like that guy. Until he died. Until he died. And then he changed. And then he changed. He wasn't the same anymore. Oh, man. Well, he did lose his connection to my, like, in game. So, yeah. I. You know, that's such a good campaign. Thanks. A lot of memorable moments from that. That was also the same fight that uh, Keel or Krill or whatever that Kobold creature was. Uh, that we found. I uh, died due to Dylan's bag. rage. Yeah, yeah, Dylan's rage effect that dealed like one d10 damage killed it, and then Seth was like, "I pull." Our new cobalt friend out of the bag, and so I was like, "Yeah, he's dead." Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> We've actually—that reminds me of this, one of the saddest things that's ever happened, dude. We've actually had a couple of encounters where it's like we have one of our little buddies in the bag, yeah, and then we pull him out, and then the DM's like, "He's okay. dead." Howard, <laughs> do you remember when? Uh, yeah. What was his name? Mike Spool. Yeah, Spool. What? Spool died. Oh my god, dude! It was that was the saddest thing that's ever happened in that campaign. We had like a little like mushroom man that we found really early oh. on in, in the Underdark and Dylan's campaign, and then uh, uh, we had him for a long time. A and then there was a fight time. where I think he got like he got like it was burnt. against uh, it was against Taker. Remember, because Taker did that like uh, flame ability thing with his glaive or whatever, and it hit yeah. like all of us. Yeah, and I think he got burnt. Yeah. 
And, uh, yeah. Done did die. Done did die. That shit sucked, too, because he was like, I don't want to be with you guys anymore. I want to go home. And we were like, we'll take you home. We're just... Home, it's hard to take you home because we have to deal with these motherfuckers right now. And he was it like, was okay. hard. Listen, it's, it was a lot more complicated than it sounds. I it was. It's pretty like, easy. No. I mean, so what happened was we found him in the Underdark. At, so he showed up before I did. So why, like, he wanted to go with you guys originally, right, Tyler? Or did you guys just take him? Uh, he wanted to go home the whole time, I think. And we were trying to take him there but we just could never get there. And his home was in the Underdark, and it was very out of the way, even when we were, like, traversing the Underdark. And we actually didn't know how to get there. Yeah. It was, like, the main reason we never end up, like, did get hit, like, getting him there. And he did not fuck with the surface. Like, I remember uh, Holfmere tried to get him to, like, Holfmere would try to, like, uh, take him out of the bag and be like, do you like the grass? Do you like the sun? And he's like, no, I want to go home. And, <laughs> and we were like, we're trying. And then he fucking nod. We're working on it, buddy. Uh, I mean, maybe it's just because I have such nostalgia for that campaign, like Scud was saying. Just so many moments, but Snoopy's death will always be the saddest NPC. Oh, that one was pretty rough. I forgot about Snoopy. Yeah, Snoopy's death will always be sad to me. But then he had such a cool comeback. He came he back. Did. How did he die again? How did he die? Like uh, the werebear. The werebear, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you guys w- went into the cabin to fight all the other were creatures. And Wilgum, that motherfucker, was outside. <laughs> and he saw the werebear sneaking up on our goblin NPC Snoopy. And he walked inside and didn't even say anything. Classic. And that werebear came up behind Snoopy and nat 20 that motherfucker. And I think I, like, cut Snoopy in half. How did that yeah, feel you did something. when you did that? I felt... I saw that 20 come up, and I was like, I really don't want to say what this number is. But you did. I had to. There's no point in lying. It's good for the no. story. God made me sad. Then we had a really cool, that was a really cool iconic moment too, because then the three people that started the campaign and quote unquote adopted him were the same three people that buried him. Yep. And it was yeah, very strange. Yeah, and, then, and then that was perfect, yeah. And then the comeback where, you know, Zana retires and then resurrects Snoopy, because the retirement yep. wasn't long after the death. No, her daddy the, did. Still within the month. Yeah, but it was still, like, within that... Yeah, yeah, their dad did. Yeah, yeah. And then when they came back to get Zana, he was there as a furbolg. Healthy. Healthy. Tall. Tall. A druid of the the stars. Yep. Yep. Iconic. Love Snoopy. Paladin Drew. So many... So many good... uh, Paladin Drew. So many good NPCs. So much hatred for Drew. I didn't even meet Drew like as an NPC. I think I was I fair, that one. Paladin Drew was kind of a bomb. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? You can't even argue that. Like, why? Why can't I because argue? Because he didn't do anything. What like, does he, that mean? He took care of that time, whole city. That's that not true. Town. 
That How is, is that not, not true? We had to take care of the motherfucking city. In what way? In what way? What? You tell me exactly what the plot twist was again, Tyler. Wasn't the wasn't the uh, succubuses <laughs> the ones who had Paladin Drew under a charm? That so lived like, in that when, city? Sure, but wasn't your paladin the one that just went down there with the whole city and didn't even check himself? Sure, sure was. Yeah, our paladin was <laughs> But we ended up having to save the day as a group. Because if we never showed along, paladin Drew would have been kept getting cucked by them succubuses. Maybe that's what paladin Drew wanted. For those that don't know, paladin Drew is paladin Drew carry. Yeah. I had one of my uh, players, Seth, Photoshop a picture of Drew Carey with is, nice uh, armor. Is Drew Carey the only official celebrity paladin in one of the no. games, or has there been another one? There's been another one. Who yeah, there, uh, Ron Swanson, right? Yeah, Paladin Ron Swanson. Which one was that one in? Uh, Sunless Citadel. Really? It so was... was uh, the first one? Yeah. 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 Nice. It was... Um, it was a campaign with oh, Josh, man. Dylan... Tyler and Luke. Holy and shit. Luke wouldn't give me like the time of day while we were playing. He would just play the combats and just attack. And uh when his character died, he was like, Yeah, I just I'm not coming back. So I just rode up Paladin Ron Swanson real quick and was like, Oh, I met you here in front of the boss door. It was kind of like a Solar moment, like a summon sign. I That's had, awesome. uh, yeah. Except he was just there already. He was like, Yeah, I'm gonna help you out. And uh yeah, and then they made it through it. It was a much easier fight after that because they had already killed like two of the, the uh, the helpers. Even think that I'm running the new campaign. I get to get a new paladin, celebrity. That's true. Who it's huge. Thinking? Who are you thinking? I don't know. I haven't thought about it until this exact moment. You need to Google uh, celebrities and knight armor and just see. Actually, you know what? Are. You know what the saddest NPC death might actually be. Whenever it reminds me of the NPC, uh, the celebrity paladins are reminding me of when Dylan <laughs> yeah. had, was it you, Scudder, make paladin tokens for paladin Vin and Von oh. Diesel? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then me Dylan and rolls them to death off camera. Yeah. We literally never even seen either of them the whole game. <laughs> Yeah, he uh, he messaged me. Vin and Vin and Vaughn. I need you to make me a Vin Diesel Knight one. I was like, okay, cool, make it up. And then Seth also made one, but we were not told that. So Seth had his version, and I had my version, and that's why there was two versions. There was like the twins or whatever. Yeah, Vin and Vaughn. Both of them. He did kill both of them. Yep, and then he told us about it and broke our heart. Yeah, he was like, yeah, dude. Oh, I'm we were asking so him. The question came up. We were like, when's when are you when are we gonna have celebrity paladins? And he was like, you already have. And we were like, what? And we were like, yeah, they're in the orc city. Uh, I they uh fought Taker off cam and I rolled and they died. And we were like, what? God, <laughs> like, you I need would... to ask. <laughs> you need to ask the page. You need to explain this oh. whole situation that we have like a uh, celebrity paladin. Uh, joke nice. running in all of our games and ask yeah. them what their celebrity paladin would be and maybe I'll put one of them in my game listen one I'm just thinking of paladin stone cold <laughs> you wanna see me smart that evil son of a bitch give me a hell yeah <laughs> you wanna see stone cold smart this son of a bitch give me a hell yeah it's amazing stone cold paladin stone 
He's a he's a earth. So many Ganassi. so many options you could do. Like You're really good. I love it. It's one of my favorite things we've ever done. I know Josh, Josh has never. Is definitely cat. Yeah, I'm just, just gonna say Josh yeah. has always talked about pulling out pounding Kevin Hart. I'm pounding Kevin Hart. I'm pounding Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he always does. <laughs> I'm pounding Kevin Hart. I can't remember who my paladin was. I think it was. Uh... Oh yeah, paladin uh, Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah. Oh yeah. Paladin Gilbert Godfrey. It's a good one too. So many good options, dude. I don't even know if I role played Ron Swanson's uh, powder Ron Swanson. I think I just spoke as him, or maybe I did. Uh... Like a slower voice. Oh, I've also thought of a Paladin Steve Buscemi. I feel like that one would oh. be pretty good. Could you imagine? Steve, Steve Buscemi that's, would be good. That's the man who comes and saves you. <laughs> You're like stuck <laughs> under rubble and the rubble clears and there's this golden light and a silhouette in the middle. And he pulls you out, and then you, you're in the sunlight with him, and you're just like, oh my god, Steve Buscemi. Oh, I did also think one time about a Paladin uh, Paul Blart, not Kevin James. Uh, Paul, Blart. Paul Blart. Yeah. That's pretty good. Well, Ron Swanson's Nick Offerman, is that his name? His real yep. name? Yeah. So I did a character. My char my guy was just a character of a, an actor. Listen, guys. We're we're a good hour in. I think this good, is where we're gonna good pod. This, <laughs> yeah, this is a good stash. We gotta we gotta go play some more Tarkov. Not CJ, but the rest of us. Listen, I, I'm gonna need you to yeah. seriously ask that question about the celebrities. All right, I will. Look, I'll post this. We'll ask the question right now, Tyler, and I'll post uh, it as the clip. Okay. Uh, in our homebrew games, we have a reoccurring joke that we have a paladin celebrity guest who would your paladin celebrity be how was that was that good that's pretty good yeah i think that'll work i can see the clip coming together in my head right now hell yeah hell yeah thank you everybody thank you tyler thank you cj for both being here i appreciate it had a great time and everybody else we'll see you next session hell yeah hell yeah i didn't come up with anything yet play the music Play fucking music.